Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday night. My name is Allison Dijak, and welcome to On the Scene, your weekly source for KW music, arts, and event listings here on midtownradio.ca. We want to begin our program by acknowledging that we are currently broadcasting on the traditional and contemporary stolen territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and Neutral people, as well as the Haldeman Tract, a promise that continues to be left unfulfilled. And we are very grateful to be using this space for our broadcast this evening. Now, our show on the scene will be live every Thursday night from 7 to 8 p.m. on midtownradio.ca. Every week we choose a new spot in town, places that are part of the local music scene, local entertainment scene. And this week we are broadcasting from Emmanuel United Church. It's uh, in Uptown Waterloo and they have been host to many, many concerts uh, for the past couple years. So we're very excited to check out this space this evening. I'm joined as always by the man on the sound, Derek Rydell. Hello. How's it going? Uh, good, but uh, I'm not a fan of this daylight savings time. <laughs> it's It feels like it's midnight right now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm actually the opposite. I felt so really? well rested no. this week. Yeah, oh, Monday, like getting up for work, I was like, wow, I'm the most well rested I've ever been. I oh, felt see. great. So. I, I, I don't come in here. It's like, oh my God, it's six o'clock and it's pitch black. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't love that. Honestly, I feel like it's good incentive to like not stay at work too late. Yeah. If I'm like, well, if I stay for an extra half hour, it will be dark when I get home. Yeah. So. It's no good coming out of work. Yeah. When it's dark. Yeah. It just like, you're like, well, there's the night. <laughs> <laughs> my night is gone. Yeah. Um, with the change in weather uh, on my Facebook, I feel like this is a bit of a crime, but I'm curious to get your opinion. Okay. I'm seeing Christmas decorations. Oh, don't don't get me started. Yeah, people are like, oh, no, it, no, it, it, no. it did freezing no, rain for no. half an hour, <laughs> full full on. Like I was, yeah. I was shocked. Full on Christmas decorations. So that's a no for you. Oh no, I <laughs> no, no, that's a big no for me. <laughs> I feel like I might have a moment where I might like listen to some Christmas music. You know me. I love the Christmas yeah, music. You're right. you're the, yeah. I like the early Christmas music, but the decorations feels a little too early. For that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think decorations after the 11th of November personally. That's true. That's true. After that. I mean, I went into stores and there was Christmas stuff mm-hmm. up before Halloween and yeah. that's not right either. <laughs> I was actually I had to go to Dollarama on mm-hmm. Halloween to like pick up something for my classroom and they were doing the changeover. They were like taking all the Halloween stuff down, putting in the box and putting up the new ho- the new Christmas aisle. It was weird. It's well, like I feel like I shouldn't see this. <laughs> well, during one of our songs here, let me show you one of the I got it on my phone. It's this <laughs> little new Christmas doll thing you can buy at giant tiger that i saw and i was like oh wow okay okay yeah it's 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 interesting yeah we'll have to put it up on our social media yeah, so people can it's see. Uh, something else <laughs> it's to. quite shocking <laughs> but funny that's fun and uh how was the week off how was the djing last thursday uh it was it was good it was it was busy mm-hmm. 
it was, but it was, it was actually the busiest it had been. So yeah, it was good. It was a nice. It, it takes a bit of a time to, to develop a night mm-hmm. at a new place, but mm-hmm. uh, I think we're starting to get the ball rolling. And, yeah, nineties yeah. at the Grand Trunk. Nineties at the Grand Trunk. First Thursday of the month. That's right. Yeah. And I got to hang out at Maxwell's and see Dan Mangan That's for the first right. time. That's right. That's why we were and off how last was that? week. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> I've never seen him before, and but I'd heard like so many good things people are like oh he's the best mm-hmm. just like great storyteller um my friend and i ended up like pushing not pushing honestly the people were very kind there but we got all the way to the front row we were oh, front yeah? row for him at maxwell's he did not sing an off note like not yeah. even anything that was close to an off note just perfect singing so hilarious very emotional like Oh, it was the best. It was the best. I was a little skeptical. I was like, ah, like he's good, but I don't know. I would go see him again in a heartbeat. He was I, fantastic. I saw a few social media posts yeah. with uh, with people that I follow. Do you do you kind of take inspiration from him? Is he one of the an artist that uh, influences? I the mountain sound or your sound. Yeah, or... you know what? Our lead singer loves Dan Mangan. He's mm-hmm. probably seen him live like five times. And uh, watching him and his band perform, it's like, oh, this is actually very much what our performance is right. like. But I had never seen him before. I thought, I bet when our lead singer was kind of crafting what mm-hmm. the band vibe would be, it's very on point. Lots of sing-alongs. Lots of just like positive energy, sort of a lot of like crowd interaction and sort of like building that community feel. Um, Yeah. So it was, yeah, really fantastic to see him live. So it was worth it to take a week off of the show to go see that great (laughs) concert. It was really, really good. But excited to be back at it. We have uh, a few more weeks until we're done for the season. But tonight, as always, we're going to be spinning some more local music. We're going to hear from some of the best of musicians in town that were just awarded their community newspaper best of titles. I'm going to talk about a few upcoming events and also chatting with some special guests, as always. Uh, Neil Moksoulis is here from Emmanuel United Church to tell us more about this ongoing concert series he's been hosting. And Danielle DeVoe, the executive producer of Midtown Radio, will be here to talk all about the new radio drama series that just started on the station. So very excited to chat about these different events. But we're going to kick things off with uh, the band that just won Best Band in the Community Edition's Best of Waterloo Region 2023. Going to do a little brag here. My band won this last year. So we're... Passing the torch to uh, Eric Jackson and the Willow River Band. Really fantastic uh, local country act. We we interviewed Eric maybe a year and a half ago now when he was just about to release the album, remember? Yeah, that was... Um, At uh, the library. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, and they've just been playing so many shows. Uh, so really well-deserved to get that best band title yeah. from Community Edition. Must have been because of the appearance on the show. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> no. Midtown Radio manifests things for people. <laughs> so uh, this is actually a cover that they do that's on their album. Uh, it's an awesome cover of Everybody Knows by Eric Jackson and the Willow River Band. Everybody knows 
just heard Everybody Knows by Eric Jackson and the Willow River Band. It's a cover of the song by the Chicks. I used to listen to that a lot in high school. So I was very excited when I heard that Eric Jackson uh, did a cover of that with his band. Welcome back to On the Scene here on Midtown Radio. My name is Allison Dijak. I'm here with Derek Rydell. And we are hanging out at Emmanuel United Church this evening. Emmanuel United Church has been hosting so many concerts uh, this year especially, but for quite a few years now. And so we're really excited to sort of do a deep dive into all these awesome shows that have been happening. But first, we are going to be talking about some events that are going on this weekend. So, Derek, what do you got going on this weekend? Uh, let's see. Uh, I got a few movies. Uh-huh. Uh, Friday night at the Apollo Cinema. It's uh, Phantom of the Paradise. It's a 1974 cult classic rock musical comedy horror directed by Brian De Palma. Who's other? F- he did uh, Scarface, Carrie, Dressed to Kill, Untouchables, Carlita's Way, and tons of other movies. Nice. Uh, the plot, I guess, is loosely adapts from several uh, novels, uh, most notably The Picture of Dorian Gray and Phantom of the Opera. Okay. Uh, that's playing Friday at 9.15 at the Apollo, also Saturday at 7 p.m. I've never seen it, but it looks kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sounds cool. Very... You, you, Looking at the trailer, it's like, oh, yeah, this is very much a cult <laughs> classic type film. It's certain people are going to like it and then other people are probably going to hate it. But it yeah. looks like it would be uh, kind of neat to check out. Yeah. And then uh, let's see. What else do we got? Let's jump to Sunday at the Apollo Cinema. Uh, they're playing Blade Runner, The Final Cut. Nice. Uh, Ridley Scott's 1982 science fiction classic. Uh, Ridley Scott. Aliens, Legend, Thelma Louise, Gladiator, some of his other movies. Uh, it stars Harrison Ford, Rutger Hauer, Sean Young, and Daryl Hannah. And it's basically about Harrison Ford tracking down a bunch of replicants who stole a ship and returned back to Earth to find their creator. <laughs> uh, have you ever seen Blade Runner? What do you think? No. Uh, probably. <laughs> no, no. It's, I haven't seen any good classic movies. It's a, it's a, a classic science fiction. I nice. really, really like Blade Runner. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a good time. That's playing Sunday at 7. It's also playing tonight at 9.15. Nice. So, yeah. Hop on that after the show. I'm going to hop in with my movies before okay. you do your other events. So, Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Derek and I were chatting before the show like, <laughs> oh, what, what movies are you going to highlight? They're like complete opposites. <laughs> so Derek's got a cult classic musical horror thing and sci-fi i'm excited because this weekend the apollo is uh doing sing-along mary poppins (laughs) honestly mary poppins was like one of the vhs's that my dad had as i was growing up he had like we had like 10 vhs's and those were the only ones we watched and mary poppins was one of them i haven't seen mary poppins since i was a wee is it chim chimney chim chimney chim chim true that's that's yeah oh yeah with julie andrews um, and Dick Van Dyke. Uh, I've watched it so many times, and it's so good. So I think I'm real. I, I think I'm gonna go out and try to see it. And will you be singing along? A hundred percent. I was a pretty big Disney <laughs> Disney girl growing up. Uh, so they have sing along Mary Poppins. So you're allowed to sing along, uh, which is fun. 
Uh, it's going to be playing Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. Nice. at the Apollo. So if you're a little musical, nostalgic nerd like me, Mary Poppins might yes. be a fun one. Also, I'm going to give a shout out to next weekend, uh, an event coming up. They have Shrek Interactive. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> My family was really into Shrek growing mm-hmm. up. It was like one of the first movies that uh, my parents took us to after my mom and stepdad got married. They like took us all to see Shrek and it was this big family outing and it was quite exciting for some reason. Um, we all went to see Shrek and That's we just, yeah. we we watched the DVD at home so many times. My brothers and I thought it was hilarious. Uh, so I've invited my brothers to come with me. We'll see if they say yes. But nice. <laughs> next weekend, Shrek in interactive and the apollo does fun interactive movies they give you like a goodie bag with like weird props and stuff and thing and there's like prompts of things you can like shout out throughout the movie so they have a lot of those really fun nights like drunken cinema yeah and um i guess they they have the drag the drag nights too yeah yeah, they got a lot of cool, like, interactive, fun, mm-hmm. yeah. To make it a little more fun, jazz it up a little. <laughs> yeah, okay, what other events do you got going on this weekend? Uh, let's see, I got another movie, but let's go with Saturday Night Club Elements. Big Wreck is playing. Yeah. Uh, Big Wreck is a alt band from the 90s. Uh, their big songs were The Oaf and That Song. <laughs> <laughs> um, doors are at 7 p.m., shows at 8 it's $45, 19 plus. Nice. See a classic 90s alt band? Yeah, for sure. I've never, I haven't listened to Big Wreck a lot, but I see them on a lot of festivals. Yeah, honestly. oh yeah. I saw yeah. them quite a few years ago. I believe they were at, when Big Music Fest was around, those okay. few years, I think mm-hmm. they played the first Big Music Fest or the nice. second one. Yeah, it was, they were fine, yeah. yeah. I feel like they probably put on a fun show. Some probably, yeah. feels. Yeah. <laughs> Um, One more event that I'm going to give a shout out to is that Legacy is coming back. So last year we interviewed the folks who organized organized it. It's basically Mm -hmm. a big showcase of um, black youth and young people, uh, performers from musicians to poets to dancers, um, and just this really awesome showcase. Uh, it was something that happened in the 90s in KW a lot and then sort of got revived uh, last year by Rufus John and Salam Debs and a big crew behind them as well. So they're opening auditions right now. So auditions are taking place November 25th and November 26th. Um, and people can head to the website, uh, submit audition forms and... Uh, try to get involved with this awesome showcase yeah. so if uh, people are interested they can go to legacykw.ca and try to get involved in the show yeah it's good to hear that it's back yeah you know, that i mean it's... it sold out i think they sold out two nights or three nights last time so definitely not bad uh, not yeah. bad at all yeah it was a good good call to revive that i think there was a need for it in the community so Cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll do uh, we'll, we'll do, do a some couple more, more events later on. in the second yeah. half of the All show, right. but uh, we're gonna get chatting with our first special guest. Always love chatting with people that are helping to make our local music scene, our local art scene, a better place. 
My first guest for the evening, Neil Moksoulis, is the concert organizer at Emmanuel United Church. He started hosting side door access shows at the church in 2019 and has since hosted dozens and dozens of musicians here, from local artists to touring acts across Canada that are coming through, from folk to rock, hip hop, pop, and more. He's here to tell us about how the concert series started and the busy season he's had this fall. Welcome to On the Scene, Neil. Hello, thank you. Yeah, and thanks for having us here. We're, uh, we've done a broadcast here before on World Radio Day, but fun to be back again. Uh-huh. So uh, I'm curious. So you, you're hosting concerts through Side Door Access. And for people that don't know Side Door, I always kind of say it's like a dating site for <laughs> musicians and venues. They make profiles. You sort of link up, try to find places to play shows. Did you want to host concerts before you knew about Side Door? Or did you find out about Side Door then say, I need to do that and host concerts here? <laughs> well, it's, it's Danny Michelle's fault. Okay. I followed him on Facebook, <laughs> and so this would have been probably March or April 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, he shared that he was involved with Side Door mm-hmm. and that people should check it out. And so I did all the details in the back end here, and then we hosted our first show May 2019. Ooh. And except for slowing down for COVID, we've been running, I think we're now past 40, possibly wow. up past 50 shows. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask. Uh, what was the first concert that was here? So Do you remember the f- act? The first show was Scott Nolan from Winnipeg. And he happened to have a show. I want to say he had a show booked at Hughes Room, Hughes Room or Horseshoe Tavern. Okay. But he had family in the region, so he wanted to do the show, do a show here. Mm-hmm. So he was my first act, um, and we haven't looked back from there. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, why did you want to start a concert series here? What was that big push, other than seeing the Facebook post from Danny Michelle? <laughs> um, I'm kind of a, a jump in two feet first kind of guy and ask questions later. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've had a, a long history with Guelph Sealside Music Festival mm. and I volunteered there since 2006. So just the whole music vibe and I thought, how hard can it be? And so we jumped in and um, so it's been fun and I've learned a lot. And with every show, you learn a little something different mm-hmm. about, oh, right, well, next time we'll uh, do that one. I think like. I think the first couple of shows we launched, as you're about to go on stage, the artist said, so how long do you want this set to be? It's like, oh, <laughs> right. Forgot to ask that question. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, and it's, that, it's also been great because we're, last year we were voted one of the top side door hosts across oh, Canada. Cool. Nice. Um, I got a very nice bug. But it also <laughs> means that we are often hosting a lot of show, a lot of acts for who we're the first side door show. So mm. I get to kind of take, their, take them through the whole thing, you yeah. know, from start to finish. Nice. And uh, it's, been, it's been great. Get to pro- provide a venue for acts to showcase their work in the region. Because um, often a challenge with acts is if you're trying to, you probably know this as well. If you're trying to do a show someplace, among the first questions the venue is going to have is how many people can you guarantee are going to show up? Yeah. And you say, I've never played here before. I don't know. Yeah. And in our case, I can guarantee myself and the sound band, if that's all you want to play for, <laughs> go for it. Yeah. And uh, I've usually had a lot more people that show up, but uh, the acts are great. They love doing it. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah, what was uh, sort of the reception from people online? Like, were you having to reach out to Axe on Side Door or were they reaching out to you? Because it, it can go both ways. Like, you can see who's coming to town or they can also see, oh, I'm coming to Waterloo. There's a place here. Well, in the, in the early days of Side Door, so from like 2019, so May 2019 through to February 2020, mm-hmm. 
it was just an endless stream of people that wanted to host shows with mm. us. And in fact, cool. when COVID hit, we had shut down. I think I probably had six or eight shows that I had to cancel because yeah. I booked them, but they were going to go and it just didn't happen. Um, things slowed down a little bit, but anytime I put out a show call, which is basically as a venue, you say, I want to host a show. Mm-hmm. Um, I can guarantee I'll get you know, dozens of people who say, I want to do a show. And then we have the conversation about, well, what are you passing through town? What date do you want? Does it work for us? Does it not work for us? Mm-hmm. And I'd say probably of all the people that they'd reach out to me, we probably have about 25% that actually become a show okay. that we get off the ground. Yeah, cool. And there's some different spaces in the church that you do shows. And you, I know sometimes you do them in the sanctuary, sometimes in the sort of lounge room the, the hearth room yeah the hearth yep. room um so we're very flexible uh-huh. um my, my personal preference is the sanctuary just because it's got the great acoustics but depending on the vibe that the artist wants um if they want more of a living room show we could do that in the hearth room because they've got a fireplace and couches yeah. um if they want something like a different setup say your cabaret style or no seating at all then we do it in a fellowship hall space mm-hmm. which is you know, yes it looks like a gym with a floor <laughs> but it's got a beautiful cathedral ceiling yeah you know, wood good acoustics so yeah. it just depending on the show we go in different spaces mm-hmm. yeah that's really nice honestly i know that myself like sometimes when we're planning as a band like you'd rather fill a smaller room you know if you have 30 people that are coming it's nicer to have the option to like downsize be like let's do it in the smaller room bit of a living room show vibe instead of committing to a venue and then going oh my gosh it's only going to be like 25 percent full um so it's really nice that you're able to like use the different spaces here at the church to kind of cater to what what's going to work for the artist right well the funny story with that with scott's show so scott nolan we'd booked him in the hearth room because it was mm-hmm. gonna be a small show or first show didn't know what to expect he took one look at the sanctuary and said i don't care if i'm playing to three people i'm going <laughs> in that space instead and so we made it work cool yeah oh yeah playing in playing in a church sanctuary there's something pretty special about that honestly the nice uh the nice ring of everything right yeah and you've had i mean so many different genres i feel like there's probably a lot of folk artists but i know that i came and saw a hip-hop show here which was really cool um do you kind of go for go for anything if, I, if I people go for, are if they're game for it i will host a show now sometimes there'll be a couple you know like because first step someone reaches out to me so i want to do a show i automatically go first to spotify yeah right if not spotify youtube because through cider you can find out what their actors like yeah. so sometimes you listen to an act like well you know, it's not going to not going to work for us. Sure. You're not quite there yet, or you've got mm-hmm. three songs. Yeah, and so there's no repertoire here, so you can't. You're not going to be able to put in a full show. Yeah, um, but I have lost my train of thought. <laughs> choosing um, artists. Choosing right? artists. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, if they're game, um, and I've even had there been a couple of shows this fall where, like, leading up to the show, I've had to call them and say, "Look, I'm, there's sales are zero for your show. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on, but." You know, the show before you had a lot of people. The show after you had a lot of people. You have got nobody. Mm-hmm. And they've still wanted to come and play part of the show. So Wonderful. that's been great. Yeah. So I think in the, since 2019, we've had acts from, you know, from BC to Newfoundland. Uh, we've had a handful of Americans. We had our first show from New Orleans today. Wow. And then actually the... Uh, one of the acts we have coming up later in November, she's from Yukon. So we're going to cover the whole continent. Wow, that is so cool. Yeah, it's so nice for acts that are touring to be able to find a spot that they can play any 
any day of the week too. I mean, I know you sometimes have to schedule things, but I know as a touring musician, when people, when we found venue owners that were willing to say yes, like that was so, so special. So often you're booking places and they have all these stipulations and I get it. Like they own a bar, so they need to make money or something. But one of the nice things about running out of a church is like, you're not really in it to make money. You're just here to have a space for them. So far, we're running at the black so far this year. And as yeah. long as we don't lose money, it's good. Yeah, perfect. Um, so you've had so many shows this fall. <laughs> you yeah. were sending me emails about the big, big lineup that you've had. Uh, tell me about some of the highlights from this fall. What have been some standout acts or standout moments from some of the shows so far? Um, well, probably the one of the standard acts we had was a group from the UK called the Moulettes. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they ultimately came as a... I think it was a string quartet by the time they got here. They have a much larger band, and by the time they got here, it was a string quartet. Yeah. And that was a you know a big production in terms of figuring out what their stage plot was. And they put it a fantastic. I think they went went for a great time, great show. Um, and then they all slayed over at my house. Oh, cool! And I went slept at my brother's <laughs> house for the night. But uh, that was great because I was able to. You know, it was their first time in Ontario, yeah. um, in Waterloo Region. So I was able to give a, sh- a short tour after the show. Nice. Um, so that was a great one. Um, the other, the fantastic one I had was um, uh, 19th Moon. She was from New Orleans. Okay. Um, she was the one that was, you know, I'm going to play. I don't care how many people are here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, fantastic show and stage presence. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, even stretching back into the spring, um, we had a, a young guy called Josh Bogert from Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, again, put on a great show. You, every song had a story. He'd tell it to you. And, you know, you didn't feel halfway through the show like, okay, I can go home now. You, you've done <laughs> enough. But I, I rarely have that. I don't know whether yeah. I'm slowly getting a talent for picking, you know, that's going to be a good act. Yeah. They'll do great things. Oh, very cool. Yeah, sometimes, you know, the way that people interact with you online, because you do a lot of chatting with them first, right? Sort of like if anyone's done like Airbnb, you know, you have to chat with the host ahead of time and stuff. It's kind of like that. And I feel like you can usually sort of tell how genuine the person is or something by the way that they're messaging back, you know, if they're eager or if it's just sort of like a cold call they're putting out there, just looking for a show, your venue looks cool. And then, yeah, maybe you don't hear from them again. <laughs> Ghosting is a thing. Sometimes they'll go yeah. back through a message. Okay. So three months ago, you wanted to show next month. <laughs> I haven't heard from you since, you know, I sometimes have nightmares. that will get a call from a band who showed up our door saying, hi, we're doing a show tonight. <laughs> I said, no, well, no, you're not. You didn't tell me. <laughs> no, we didn't follow up. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, I've uh, I've had that before as well. <laughs> Where I think, did we get back to that person or not? Or did we get back and say we can't do that anymore? <laughs> uh, what uh, what are you hopeful for for the next couple years? Uh, you know, continuing to do these side door access shows at Emmanuel. What do you hope for? I think just you know, as anybody wants you know, continual growth, or at least being able to keep being in a position that we can offer a space for musicians to try out their work. Mm-hmm. And again, we'll, we'll take emerging acts, established acts, everything in between. Um, I know I've had a great positive experience. I've had lots of support from my family mm-hmm. um, and also from our community here. And as long as I, you know, as long as, long as I don't have some great blowout where I've you know, spent a lot of money to show and it doesn't work out, yeah. um, things are doing just fine here. So I think what I'm starting to now get is acts I've hosted in the last five years are now coming back through again. Oh, cool. And they'll let me know, you know, can we do another show in your venue? And yeah. so uh, that's great. I think my, my big goal is to make a connection into the university crowd because 
advertising is not easy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and trying to connect with that you know, population of 30,000 to 40,000 people is very difficult. Yeah. So just yeah, word about with one person at a time and... Uh, yeah. We'll go from there. And I mean, so close to everything, right? People can catch a concert here. They can go out to the bar after, or they can yep. grab dinner in Uptown beforehand. So, uh, yeah, well, we'll, we'll keep spreading the word as well. well thank you. Um, you have a few more shows, um, just sort of wrapping up this fall winter season. I was looking at the poster out in the foyer on the way in. Uh, tell me about some of the shows that are coming up before the end of the year. So the one we have coming up next Thursday, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's at, well, it's at 7.30, so you have okay. to you know, cut short the show <laughs> to come and listen to it, is uh, Brooklyn Doran and Rory Tyon. So Brooklyn's from Northwestern Ontario, and Rory's from, I've just lost where he's from, um, Elsewhere in Ontario. He's the one that's coming back. He's a fantastic nice. voice. Uh-huh. Um, I've heard the name Brooklyn Doran. I don't know why that sounds familiar. Right. But, uh, maybe she's done a festival or something. That probably. I You've probably been saw. on the same bill. Yeah. So we've got them coming up on the 16th. Then on the 23rd, we've got Joe McLeod and Joey O'Neill. Mm-hmm. And um, a good song. Uh, again, most of my acts are people with guitars. Yeah, singer-songwriter. Uh, singer-songwriter type folky. of stuff. And uh, I think... I think I said Joey's from Yukon, so they were covering the North End of the Continent. Very cool. And then on the 29th of November, I've got more of a songwriter circle with uh, Jesse Rivest, Sammy Duke, and Mitch Sitsas. And Jesse's actually re- relocating back up from Brazil, okay. looking to make friends. And so we're hosting him, and uh, that'll be a great show as well. Okay. So and then the, f- the final show we've got booked, the details haven't been sorted out yet, is on a, uh, December the 9th mm-hmm. with Onion Honey. We're doing a holiday hoot nanny. Oh, fun. So they'll be singing along. They'll probably have one set of their holiday theme music yeah. and another set just for you, sing along music. Oh, so bring your singing voices and uh, have a great time there. Oh, I love that. We just interviewed Onion Honey two, three weeks ago now um, at the Grand Trunk Saloon. Yep. And they're so fun. I love their Christmas album. It's really, really beautiful. Um, so, wow, lots of lots of cool acts. So cool, honestly, that someone like from the Yukon is like coming through town and being like, I'm going to stop in Waterloo and play yeah. at this church. Honestly, that just seems really... I don't really cool like su- such gratitude that they're coming here and sharing their music with this community yeah. very and then cool. in 2024 we've made a connection with the Home Roots um, okay. music uh, circuit mm-hmm. and so we've got and also we partnered with Brewbaker House nice. and so between the two of us we're hosting six different shows and okay. so Brewbaker House is doing the shows this fall and we're doing the shows in the spring so Wonderful. it'll be a great time Cool. Yeah. So we're going to take a little bit of downtime, January, well, February, March. No, yeah. <laughs> no, we'll probably just keep going in January. We yeah. Just, okay. You know, I just I usually have to say, well, I won't go before January 6th, but after that, all bets are off. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, if people want to get more information or keep up to date with the shows, where's the best place to get concert info? So the best place is our website. Mm-hmm. So it's emmanueluc.ca. That's E M M A N U E L U C.ca slash concerts. <laughs> Or if you just look up Emmanuel United Church Waterloo, we should be the first listing. Perfect. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much, Neil. And thanks again for hosting us here this evening. You're welcome. Um, Really nice to chat and hear more about the series. We'll do it again sometime. Yeah. Take care. 
So we are going to hear now some more local music. They would actually, I think, do really well at this place. We should put you guys in touch. Uh, we're going to hear from House Cat. They were awarded uh, Best Local Musician from the record, actually. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know. They have like diamond and platinum and something. Right. They got the top one. I think that one's diamond. Uh, so good for them. This yeah. awesome trio that are... Uh, recent Laurier grads and have just been playing a lot of shows, releasing some really solid music. So this is one of their singles, Play Dead. Whatever's left, the rats will take and they'll build a house and decorate the just heard play dead from house cat they were just awarded best local musician from the kw record uh, i've been seeing just all these posts on social media mm -hmm. about like the records results and the community edition so i don't know just wanted to give a little love to uh those awesome local musicians that won those awards this year and they are like just starting out to house cat oh, yeah. i think they've been around maybe a year and a half uh, since they've started releasing music. So they've really, really been growing a lot and playing a lot of bigger shows. So kudos to them. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a great song too. Well, probably one of my favorite songs by them. Well, before we hop into our second interview of the night, it is time for the three stars of KW. Wah, wah, wah. 
<laughs> we need to get a sound effect or something. <laughs> I like the makeshift ones. <laughs> Every episode of On the Scene, we are choosing three things in KW that deserve VIP status and a little shout out for how great they make our cities. Well, my first star for tonight, we were talking about it before the show. I thought it deserved a shout out. CKWR, oh, Community okay. Radio. Yeah. You've been on it a lot recently. <laughs> I have been on it a lot, But you yes. know what? <laughs> Honestly, I went through a phase. Uh, well, I just moved back home after teacher's college. I was living with my parents in New Hamburg, and uh, I drove a lot because I didn't want to be in New Hamburg. Uh, and so I listened to CKWR mm-hmm. so often. I loved it. I found a lot of artists that I yes. really liked, actually, just like Canadian artists. Uh, yeah, it's a great, great station. I Solid don't listen station. to it a lot anymore, but... CKWR, our, I don't know, I was going to say like sister station. I don't know. They're on the airwaves. We're online, but still good. good part, com- of, part of the community uh, radio, radio community. partnership. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your star for this week, Derek? Uh, my star, and hopefully I pronounce this right, is the Barisi Focaccia okay. at the EB Bodega. Okay. So it's like this focaccia bread, yeah, and it's got uh, cherry tomatoes and olives, and I think it's got like a kind of like a tomato sauce on nice. top. Nice. Was at the market last Saturday, mm-hmm. and we popped in there, and I saw it sitting, and I was like, I gotta try it. <laughs> yeah. I gotta try that. That looks really, good. and it was it was fantastic. Yeah. It was really delicious. So nice. you can, I think it's one of their specialties. I think they nice. always have it. Uh, uh, you can see pictures of it on their website. It's absolutely delicious. I'll be looking that up. <laughs> on our next song break that sounds great and uh my third star uh actually also a baked good oh well uh the grain harvest cheese pretzels oh yeah (laughs) i was at the grocery store this week and central fresh sells grain harvest Mm -hmm. products I just saw the pretzel. I was like, I need to buy like five of those. <laughs> They're so good. Made locally. The cheese, the herbs. Like, oh my gosh. So good. Yes. Hey, no alcohol this week. Just nope. bread. Nope. Just, yeah, carbs. <laughs> just carbs. A lot of carbs. The next A lot of best carbs thing. this week, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much, our three stars of KW community radio and baked goods we thank you for your service if you ever have a suggestion for another star of kw be it a beverage a person a venue a baked good anything you like send it our way on instagram at on the scene kw well, I'm very excited to chat with our second guest of the evening. She is sometimes a guest host on On the Scene, but this week she's in the guest spot. Danielle DeVoe is the co-founder of Midtown Radio and current host of the weekly show Midtown Conversations. She also teaches in the Department of English Language and Literature at the University of Waterloo. Since May 2023, Danielle has been the chair of the board of directors for the KW Art Gallery, and she's also been producing a set of radio dramas for Midtown Radio that just kicked off last weekend. So welcome back to On the Scene, Danielle. Thanks for having me. Uh Uh-huh. So uh, last weekend, we kicked off the very first radio drama. It's quite exciting. Matt and I were listening at home, had a little drink did the little theater of the mind with the radio drama. <laughs> it was so cool. I always forget how much I like radio dramas. Like they sound 
they sound kind of like goofy to be like, oh, I'm going to listen to a radio drama tonight. Then you get right into it. It's like, what's going to happen <laughs> at the end? So uh, tell tell us about how it got started. Uh, maybe in general, Midtown Radio has been doing radio dramas for a few years. Why, why did you want to do radio dramas in the first place uh, a few years ago? So when we started a radio station, we thought about what are all the things that we're nostalgic for in radio that commercial radio doesn't really allow to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have a commercial mandate for radio station, there are just certain things that you can't do because they're too niche. Mm -hmm. Um, And and one thing that I really loved about um, classic radio, the golden age of radio, were some of these other genres. It was before television broadcasting was happening, so people... Got, you know, the same type of programming that we now associate with television, people were consuming that in radio. Mm-hmm. So soap operas are called soap operas because they were radio dra- radio shows uh, that uh, were um, funded by soap companies. Mm. And so they were, you know, so they had a soap, a goofy soap advertisement yeah. kind of in the middle of the program. And that... That element of radio dramas, you know, it's fun because radio stations had people who were in like the radio drama department. They mm-hmm. were the readers. And so someone would bring in a drama and they would have a Foley artist and a sound sound designer in the room and the art, the actors would just read scripts and they would produce a drama before your very eyes. And it was really yeah. fun, that kind of idea that you could, you could produce, a, you know, essentially a play without having to do any of the like prior to the play work of memorizing a script and doing those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. All the staging, the lighting, the props, all that stuff. All the complications. And the idea also that it's kind of democratic, that it can be beamed out into the world, that people don't need to be able to go to a theater and find it. And so I applied for a a Region of Waterloo Arts Fund grant Mm -hmm. in 2019, the fall 2019 round of arts grants. And I didn't really expect to get it, Mm -hmm. but I kind of reached out to a few theater companies and thought, well, if you already have plays that you think would work, we could take a play that you've already staged and we can turn it into a radio drama and then we can Mm -hmm. reach a whole new audience. And the grant was successful. I got the amount of money I asked for, which apparently was very surprising to everybody. (laughs) And then, and then, um, I worked with Lost and Found, uh, and with Greenlight Arts. Um, and we produced, um, and, and, and KW Little Theater. And, and we produced a series of, of radio dramas based on productions that already existed. So with Mm -hmm. Greenlight Arts, uh, we produced, um, Janice Jolie's One Woman Show, um, Will You Be My Friend, um, local writer Kieran Meyer. Uh, we produced Hamburger, one of his his plays that he had already staged, mm-hmm. I think previously with Greenlight Arts as well. Um, and then Lost and Found did Caroline's Christmas, mm-hmm. Radio Leacock Caroline's Christmas, which is now in the permanent rotation for all of our holiday programming. Yeah. Um, you know, and so that first round was really fun. It was really exciting. But it was also mostly produced outside of Midtown Radio. Like okay. we, we partnered with theater companies and had and they had works and they had mm. actors and they kind of did it. So it was a yeah. bit different than a traditional radio drama. But that was our first shot at it. And luckily there was a pandemic. So radio dramas were timely. So <laughs> yeah, we just, everyone was um, stuck at home. you know, everyone was stuck at home. <laughs> so we, you know, had to do socially distanced radio drama recording um, yeah. and, and found ways to do it. And then we released the season in the fall of 2020. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then so... Flash forward a few years, um, we'd still, we had sort of been replaying some of the radio dramas from time to time, but you decided it was time for another another round, and this time 
sort of a little bit more involvement from the local community instead of farming out uh, some of the pre-written scripts and things like that. Yeah, and when I applied for this, also funded by uh, the Region of Waterloo Arts Fund, Mm -hmm. um, I originally imagined that we would have our studio set up um, and we would just have, we would have a team of creatives that would come in and they would workshop things and we'd record them or maybe do live broadcasts. Mm -hmm. That it would be, it'd be very internal and very kind of amateurish. And then um, things changed. We had to move out of our studio, um, uh, you know, and and so now we're Midtown Everywhere, which is working really well for this type of thing. Um, But, you know, more complicated for something with the kind of uh, production intensity of radio dramas. So, This season, um, we uh, there's a director and producer, Maria Kolonescu, who um, uh, was responsible for uh, auditioning actors. She auditioned many, many, many actors, and, and we hired three individuals to play all of the characters. So each of those individual actors p- plays about 10 Wow. parts over the course of the series of radio dramas. Uh, we have Gary Kirkham, our very, very, very talented uh, Foley artist and sound designer who was featured in Caroline's Christmas and, mm-hmm. and was sort of the star of the show in that production. And so um, he agreed to, to work with us on this as well. And so uh, he produces all of the sound effects for the radio dramas, and we recorded them live at the Apollo yeah. um, over two Sundays. We recorded three radio shows one Sunday, three the next. Um, and so we got to record radio dramas in front of a live studio audience, which, which was also really exciting. It was really nice to be able to see the shoes in the plungers walking on a board <laughs> to make the sound effects. And it was really fun to see a character go from a really serious, dramatic role to hearing the dings of the radio yeah. and then be doing a goofy, cheesy ad and to see the actors really exercise that their voices in that way and their and their abilities in that way Mm -hmm. yeah definitely a unique thing right like I don't think there's anywhere else that you could see that nowadays if I'm honest so a really neat opportunity um tell me a little bit about the shows so these were we had submissions uh on our social media on our website for people to submit original radio dramas uh what are some of the shows that that made the cut there's six different shows right yes so we had a call for scripts um and we you know had a few parameters you know it could be a work that was pre-existing that but that needed to be reworked for radio drama Mm -hmm. we needed clear sound cues in the productions um you know it needed to be kind of about 30 minutes long none Mm -hmm. of them are 30 minutes long they're all like 40 (laughs) minutes long 45 minutes long um so um um, so we have uh last sunday the cage by stephen elliott jackson who's uh, uh relocated from toronto but um locally um, working in the theater community now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this Sunday, we have No Public Transit, 54th Avenue by Heather Morrow, who is actually a, an Edmonton playwright, but someone serving our broader community. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and those first two were pre-existing works that were kind of reworked to be radio dramas. Yeah. Um, as well as actually um, November 19th. And then she tasted Cerulean Blue by Patty Gillard-Bentley, who is a fixture of the local theater scene. You've definitely seen her at Impact Arts and, and sort of doing some of her other um, theater work. Um, and that, I think, was was a pre-existing play as well that was reworked. And then um, the sort of second half of the series, November 26th, December 3rd, and December 10th, we have all 
original for this production wow. radio dramas. So Kieran, Meyer, Meyer, Kieran Myers uh, uh, sent another radio drama, <laughs> uh, Eruption at the Bright Up Block, which is a really like locally situated, yeah. engaging with all of the challenges of our community and housing and affordability and, and kind of um, uh, trauma, um, and, in, and written for this project. Mm-hmm. An Invitation to Murder by Tristan DeVoe is a like classic, cheesy radio drama murder mystery. Uh-huh. and it has all the really fun Foley and ridiculous accents. Um, <laughs> and then the Ghost, Ghost Light Society by Maria Colonescu is all about theater and the ghosts that kind of haunt theaters around mm. the ghost light. Um, and of course, Maria is also our, our director. So, mm. but that again, written specifically for Midtown Radio for this project. Very cool. Wow. What a variety too. Very, uh, very exciting. So we're going to get a different a different flavor every Sunday night for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> yes, with the caveat that um, Tristan uh, also wrote um, some kind of a meta narrative. So the actors themselves play themselves in these kind of intro and outro components, and mm-hmm. that is serialized. So mm-hmm. you kind of have to tune in every week to see their relationships change and hear from hear like kind of what they're what they're up to from mm-hmm. from week to week. So that's also kind of a fun a fun aspect to the to the production. Yeah, yeah, and I heard so I listened to the one last week. Uh, there was like little vintage radio ads too, like the classic like do do do. Uh, it was for I think it was for Apollo Cinema uh, where we we recorded them, but it was this really funny little shout out thing to them that had like a vintage vibe but also had like some good humor in it as well yeah. um so are we going to be hearing more vintage local ads throughout the series yes there's a different one every week a different nice. uh, sort of local community organization so they'll all be organizations that listeners have heard of because there'll be people we've collaborated with in nice. the past and so all will be recognizable all and and all very funny and very kitschy nice <laughs> so uh this series is going to be continuing over the next five weeks right we had one so we have five more uh sunday nights uh is it seven o'clock or seven thirty? it's sunday nights at seven okay. um and i should say starring gary kirkham our foley and sound designer sam mercury jen weatherall and brennan windsor so local actors mm-hmm. um and yes as i say voicing a minimum of 12 characters each so wow worth That's wild <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> definitely worth the listen. Honestly, like I said, I listened to the first one. It was very intriguing, like so fun to just sit cozy up on the couch uh, on a Sunday night and sort of, yeah, just have some like not screen time for a little mm-hmm. bit, right? Yeah. Like I feel like I, I went to bed that evening feeling more relaxed, not like staring at a screen before I go to bed, just listening to this story and sort of immersing yourself in that. It's such a, you're right, it's really, um, I don't want to say lost art, but like it is something that was so popular. It's nostalgic. And it's just, yeah, it's mm-hmm. just not really in the mix anymore, but uh so nice that we have the freedom with Midtown Radio to take on a big project like this. And it was, I mean, with the funding, it's just nice to be able to have a project where all of the artists are getting paid. Mm-hmm. You know, we paid the writers, we commissioned the scripts, we pay the actors, and, and, and that's, that's, it's really nice to be able to, you know, contribute something to the creative economy in the way of supporting actors and, and other artists and making sure that they continue to do their work by mm-hmm. being 
being paid. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, big thank you to uh, the Region of Waterloo Arts Fund uh, for their support with that. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, uh, thanks so much, Danielle, for giving us the inside scoop into the new radio drama series. Very excited to keep seeing the different stories that emerge from week to week. Uh, people can always check out our Instagram at Midtown Radio KW if they want to see what show is playing that, uh, that weekend. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks so much. Well, we are going to close off our show with one more local song. Um, This is from the new EP that Blue Freezy released Mm -hmm. back in October. Um, We interviewed them last year, just when they were just starting out as a band. They had played like two shows. (laughs) Nothing was recorded yet. Uh, So I'm so excited that they finally got some music recorded. I had to listen through the EP this Mm -hmm. week, and it was great. I remember interviewing them, and they were like, well, we're kind of like a surf rock band with like a horror theme. Yeah. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> and then I listened. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, what that's it is. That's a good way to describe it. Yep. <laughs> so I'm going to say a bit of a gruesome title, but this was my favorite <laughs> song from the EP. Uh, this is Blue Freezy with their song Flesh Eating Ghoul. Ghouls. <laughs> just heard flesh eating ghouls by blue freezy here on midtown radio they just released a brand new ep of their first set of demos back in october so definitely check it out it's awesome horror surf rock horror surf rock (laughs) with a little bit of rockabilly in there too. yeah definitely yeah Yeah, it's a lot of fun and all the songs are actually quite short so Mm -hmm. it's just like 
a nice little nice little kick of uh, I think six or eight songs. They put a lot together, so it's really really a good collection. I like the I like the short songs sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I find bands it's like okay the song's a little too long. I know. Sometimes you don't I need just that like guitar a guitar solo. You know, yeah, like a quick two three minute poppy quick snappy song is always exactly good. yeah exactly so definitely worth checking out uh we're almost out of time for almost. on the scene for this evening but we're gonna do a few quick event shout outs before we wrap things up uh former guest of the show ryan uh, the guitarist from hung yes. he's actually playing with one of his other bands one uh called the jacks one of, yeah one of the 12 <laughs> bands he's in uh he plays in a band called the jacks also featuring mike elliott who's been on the show before uh they're playing at the dive bar this saturday doors are at 8 p.m show is at nine they're also joined by the train wreck two with Ginger St. James and Snow Wheel Slim. So mm-hmm. should be a cool show. Yeah. The dive bar has been a really cool spot. Yeah, they're, they're uh, putting on a lot of shows, a yeah. lot of different types of shows too. Yeah, yeah. nice to have a venue that's just like doing regular shows. Uh, tickets are only $10. I feel like it's always pretty affordable yeah. to get a nice night of music there. Uh, do you have one more event for us? One or two more? Yeah, I got I got a couple more here. Well, I probably got to have another movie you haven't seen before. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> uh, Princess Original uh, on, oh, let me check here, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goodfellas. No, no, haven't, haven't seen, seen Goodfellas? like I know of it, obviously, but have not seen. Martin Scorsese's 1990 crime drama, um, Scorsese, Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, Casino, all those good movies. Uh-huh. Just put out uh, Killers of the Flower Moon is his new one that's getting rave reviews and people are talking mm. about. Uh, this is one of his one of his big ones, uh, starring Robert De Niro, Ray Liotta, and Joe Pesci. It's based on the true story of Henry Hill and the, his life with the mafia. Mm-hmm. Great movie, great yeah. mob movie, uh, classic. <laughs> that's playing Sunday, 7 p.m., at the Princess Original. Nice. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be at Sugar Run Friday night, 10 p.m. I'm going to be doing Retro Rewind, 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s. Nice. A little bit of everything. Good spot to be. Yeah. Great cocktails, too. Absolutely. Good spot to be. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give one final shout out to a show that Midtown Radio has coming up. Uh, over the past couple of years, we've been doing these sort of local music showcase shows where Midtown Radio uh, curates a bit of a lineup. Sometimes we do a live broadcast. Sometimes we record it and release it afterwards. But we just like to do what we can to support local artists, uh, pay them for playing a show and bring out as many people as we can. So we are doing our third local music showcase on Thursday, November 23rd. So we're not going to have it on the scene that night. Um, We'll be hanging out at the Jazz Room in Uptown Waterloo with two fantastic acts. Um, Clarissa Diakno is going to be opening the show. Mm -hmm. So talented. Like such an incredible, incredible singing voice. Really great stage presence too. Uh, And then Jones and the Jack Pines are a great folk act. Mm -hmm. They're going to be Um, headlining the show that night beautiful harmonies really kind people we interviewed them last year around christmas time and i just felt like i could have talked to them for the whole night yeah yeah almost a year ago (laughs) because they were doing like the saint jacob's uh christmas markets or something like that wasn't that with blue freezy yeah i think it was was blue freezy yeah 
Um, yeah, so just two really great local acts, uh, kind people. They put on a really fabulous show. Um, so grab your tickets if you can. Uh, tickets are $25. However, if you DM us or email us, uh, we'll give you a little bit of a discount code for being a friend of Midtown Radio. So definitely check it out. Uh, it's going to be a really fun night at the Jazz Room. Great spot to be. Well, that is all the time that we have for our show tonight. Uh, thanks so much for listening. And uh, huge, huge thanks to Emmanuel United Church for hosting us this evening. Definitely check out their website, emmanueluc.ca, for uh, more concert details. Neil is pumping out the concerts, so you don't want to miss them. Uh, thanks again to my guests, Danielle DeVoe and Neil Moksoulis, for chatting with us on the show tonight. On the Scene is produced by Danielle DeVoe, Derek Rydell, and myself, Allison Dijak. And if you stay tuned to Midtown Radio, you can hear our new local music playlist, followed by a brand new episode of The Shady Lounge at 9 p.m. Host Alan Jalisja has two hours of indie hits, hidden gems, and long-lost b-sides for you. Well, next week, Derek... Do we know who we're interviewing yet? I don't yet? think we have it lined up yet, but we will have something. I've got one. Do you, oh, actually, do, do we, we do have something? Yeah, we're going to be chatting with Mackenzie Jordan. Oh. He's a local musician. You know, I, we booked him like two months ago. Okay. He's like, I've got an album coming out, and we booked it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mackenzie Jordan, he's a local like music producer and also okay. musician. Uh, a few people we've interviewed have recorded at his studio and like raved about the studio. Okay. Um, yeah, so he has a new new album coming out, I think with a band that he plays with. Okay. And uh, we're going to be chatting with him, but location to be determined. To be determined. We'll yeah. figure something out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but until next week, thanks for listening again. I'm Allison Dijak. And I'm Derek Rydell. Have a good night, everyone. And remember, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. <laughs> That's Mary Poppins for you. <laughs> Good night, everybody.